Welcome to City Wave Cinema, episode two of Cars 3. In case you missed episode one of Cars 3, stop what you're doing, go back and listen to that one, and we'll give you a moment here to get it together and go do that. Did you do it? Did you go back? Did you listen to episode one? Then I fucking got your ass, baby! It's cats! And we're back into it! On that note, though, can I talk to y'all about why most of you listen to part twos of our podcast episodes and not part ones? Because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? We're way funnier in the start. When we look at the statistics, it's always part two. That, Never part one. That, like, are the listen to episodes, and I'm just genuinely curious why. And it's always Harry Potter, you fucking sad fucks. Maybe they just don't want to listen to the beginning of Harry Potter. <laughs> They just want to know what you think of the ending of every movie. Yeah, they just want to hear the ratings. Um, they dragged Dame Judy Dench into this. I I didn't write a note about Dame Judy Dench. What? Dame Judy Dench? It's just twice call now. Just call old Deuteronomy. <laughs> it's twice now. I did it in the last part. Old Deuteronomy, which also is the dumbest cat name, and that's what kind of. Fuckery is the name Old Deuteronomy. That's coming from a cat name where we have, ru- or a movie that has Rum Tum Tugger and, and Jenny Any spots. Jenny Any dots. And the magical Mr. Mistopheles. Mistopheles? Mistopheles. 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 They said it a thousand times. The magical Mr. Fuckopheles. <laughs> He's my favorite. You leave him be. He is captain of the Weenie Brigade. He's in love with Victoria. We don't know. Everyone nuzzles. Everyone. It's a weird, like... He's also... It's a weird commune where everybody almost fucks everybody, but nobody actually fucks anybody. He's also the cutest cat. That's not true. I like him. You leave him be. No. He is the only one to successfully do anything the whole time. He does a lot. Like he, other gray cat, device. other gray cats like your exposition bot. He just brings you to places and people like sing about stuff. Mistopheles does things. Mistopheles moves the fucking plot along. He reckon the plot, quote unquote. He rescues Victoria. He helps her out in the beginning. He is the one that brings back old Deuteronomy. Like without him, the movie doesn't happen. Maybe, maybe to he's this, not a good cat. Most of the way... Yeah, he's not a good cat. Most of the way through the movie, and we still don't know the name for McChungus Dungus. Uh, I still have to look it up every time. The, he's like the top billing cat, too, which is the funniest fucking thing. What is it? I think he's the top build. No, he's not, because James Corden's top build. Well, no, no, no. Monkus Trap. Monkus Trap. Yeah, who plays him? Robbie Fairchild? Who's a, a really great actor in Monkus Trap. It's a shame he had to be in this. Um, anyways, pretty much... Li- like, Dude, like, straight up nothing happens in this movie until the really weird plot twist where we were truly sacrificing people. Um, I did write, holy fuck, Sir Ian McKellen, because I didn't know he was in this movie. I knew pretty much everyone that was in this movie, except I forgot that he was... Yeah. Here. So we've we've made it to the point in the movie where old Deuteronomy has arrived. And she's the one who makes the jellical choice. Right. So she she makes the call on who who gets executed at dawn. Uh, <laughs> Literally it's it's at a time of <laughs> this 
the more I talk out loud about how this movie is actually just a cult ritually sacrificing people around it, the more I'm convinced that that's exactly what Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote. Because holy fuck, dude, it just gets more twisted the longer I talk about it. So... I, I also wrote, because uh, I almost did it again. Old Deuteronomy shows up to kind of kick off the Jellicle ball. Right. And we get another spiel about what Jellicle cats are. It's the second song about, like, what a Jellicle cat is Which or is does. different than the first song about what Jellicle cats are. And Both songs are just brag factories, though. And all I said was Jellicle cats are a lot of things. Talented isn't one of them. Wow. I mean, the actors are, but the fucking cats, they're all assholes. I also wrote Cat Cult for the second time. Because yep. there's also... The longest and strangest dance number of all time occurs. Yes, but in, on t- under that dance number, it it's not. But it looks like a pentagram on the ground. It's a... It's a red tracing, like a red painted tracing of, like, the, the stained glass ceiling above them but in a quick glance it kind of looks like a pentagram they're just dancing on top of a pentagram where eventually that's where the jellical choice is sent away <laughs> this movie's on fucking drugs dude um so there's a, a lengthy dance number with no words because it's the same music as the jellical song so much breathing there a lot of it like it even hits the subtitles is like breathing rhythmic breathing, rhythmic breathing. and it's just like <sighs> it's just in time man i breathe in time fuck <laughs> it's not that hard i guess it was so much dancing and breathing and then they make a point of how like you can become a jellicle cat and they already made a point of saying, like, you can get kicked out of the Jellicle Cats. So, really, the Jellicle Cats are just a ragtag street gang headed by one old bitch. Are they a gang, a cult, or a mafia? Yes. Please discuss. All three accurately describe. Well, no, they're not a mafia, but they are a cult gang. They don't extort anyone else. They just kill them. Oh, yeah. They just kill them. That's gang shit. I guess the mafia would be, uh, McCavity and his... And his four goons? Yeah. Who make one appearance and fuck off forever? Hey, the twins make, like, three. They barely count. They barely count as his goons. And they get to be Jellicle anyway. I don't think they're Jellicle, because they only show up when... Swift shows up. So... I stopped taking notes when Gus went on to do his song and I started taking notes again when when Mistopheles goes to do his song. Okay. So I didn't take a single note about the Taylor Swift bit. I'm even surprised. though it might be my it might be my favorite part of the movie. That's the drugging. They drug everybody. Yeah, they straight up fuck everybody up. All right, so here's my notes then. So we're this is still in the weird dancing breathing. Um, first of all, the actress who plays Victoria, her point work is fantastic. She Given is a 
She's a world-class ballerina. She's a world-class ballerina, and she's very talented. You can also tell that she's, like, been a dancer for her whole, whole life, which... Yeah, because have... every time she moves, it's just oozing sex appeal. And it's also just dance. Like, even when she stands, she's just standing in dance poses. Like, she doesn't have... It's so ingrained in her. She, I, I would like to see her can out you in the slump? real world. Can you just schlub into a chair for me to prove you're a real human and not a weird robot? Um, Fuck, man. Feel so, so inadequate. <laughs> so much breathing and dancing. It's um, a lot of breathing and dancing. Like, a lot. And then we get the first, so after the breathing and dancing, I think uh, Victoria feels overwhelmed. Yeah, and she just, like, runs away. And she just goes out to take a breather, because the breathing and dancing was too much for her, apparently. It a lot. I mean, and it is a lot. She goes out there and finds the glamour cat who's been outcast. Grizabella. Grizabella. And um, Grizabella sings the first rendition of the only song that people actually know from this musical, which is Memories. Memories! All alone in the Um. And then Victoria sings a song about how she just wants to be accepted. Which is a totally new plot hook for her. She just wants somebody to want her. Totally new. Never heard of this before. We're three quarters of the way through the movie. Um. This is different. And then James... Fucking hell. Dame Judy Dench. Old Deuteronomy sings a song that is just the same words repeated in different orders for like three or two minutes. She? Yeah, no, that's the what's one that... The, what song is that? It's the one that she sings when she's at the window where uh, it's just... <sighs> it's literally just the, her talking about life and how life works. Isn't it just a weird monologue? It's, yeah. It's a monologue to music, and it's it doesn't fit. It's really fucking strange. It's a weird, riddly monologue that's just the same five words repeated, like, in different orders. And it's... Uh, it's it's that's so weird. Um, it's so weird. And then I hate it. We meet Gus, who's the old theater cat. Um, and is um Mistopheles like idol. And he is the first one to audition to be the Jellicle cat because the Jellicle cat choice. The Jellicle cat choice, yes. Right. We forgot to mention, I think, that very specifically, the Jellicle cats are auditioning these people for their demise. Mm -hmm. You have to perform so good that we kill you. That's fucking crazy. They're just eliminating the competition. They're just McCavity. Oh my god. It gets even weirder. Um, And he leaves the room by saying, touch wood. He bonks his head on the wood. Yeah, and he says, touch wood. And, and this cross is cross paws. Because if you know anything about theater people... Ritual, 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 ritual. They're ritual. very superstitious. Yeah, I'm one of them. And I, there are still some things that I'm still... Isn't it saying Hamlet in the theater or whatever? No, it's not Hamlet. It's the Scottish play that we will not say... We're in a house. I don't care. That... Who wrote it? Shakespeare? Yes. That play... Did he write it in... 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 What is Scottish a language? No, I mean it. It is, but it's not. Um, but I mean, yes, Scottish is a language, but he didn't write it in Scottish. He wrote 
actual spells and curses into the script. And Shakespeare was a wizard. The first re- um, time that show was performed is the time the Globe Theater burnt down. That that's, sh- that's unfortunate. That show is cursed. People have died performing that show. It is a bad time. Why do we insist on still doing it then? It will not be said in my presence. The end. I don't know what the fucking name of a play is anyway. Good. Um, it's like, is it Hamlet? I don't know. There's so much cat wordplay and puns. Oh my god. Uh, gag me with a spoon. Gus also youth shames. Yeah, yeah, those fucking new cats don't know shit. He's like, they all suck. They don't train. They don't have it as hard as we did back in the day. They should have picked Gus. I don't remember why it happened, but at some point the cats go, woo woo! And it was really funny. <laughs> they do. They do that. It was, oh, it was during the, the train cat. Swim, 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 uh, uh, shanks. Oh my Stim- god. Stimble, uh, If you know that, sw- I'm gonna be stim- concerned. Stimble shanks? It's something shanks, the railway cat. Hang on. And it starts with an S. It's not We stimble. also didn't say the cat burglar's name, which are Mungo Jerry and oh, Rumple Teaser. Mungo Jerry is the best cat name in the movie. Mungo Jerry. That's the best one. I would name an actual animal Mungo Jerry. Skimbleshanks. Damn it! Skimbleshanks, the railway cat. Skimbleshanks. Fucking shame. So, um, and during his number, everyone suddenly gets cat tap shoes. And starts cat tap dancing. And then they just disappear. We also get magically transported into a train car for reasons. Yep. Um, and then Taylor Swift shows up with catnip. Arguably the best sequence in the movie. It's the best scene, I would agree. Um, next to the final performance of memory. Um, eh? but, uh, her and, fuck, what were their names? Uh, Rumble Teaser and, and Mungo, Mungo Jerry, Jerry start dumping catnip on fucking everybody. They straight up. Walk into the club and, and just drug, get everybody fucked up. They drug the whole entire fucking cult. It is a visually enticing scene. All the Jellicoe cats Taylor are Taylor Swift sings real good. And from this point on, every character you see is out of their mind. I wish that I was as high as the Jellicoe cats <laughs> the entire time I watched this movie. Um, Taylor Swift is living her best life in this role. All her dreams have come true. She is the embodiment of cat. She is obsessed with cats. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, when this movie was coming out, I'm pretty, pretty sure that she demanded to be in it. Like, it was like, I think she she said it as a joke. I think she threw money. I don't know what happened, but it was like, no, I will be in Cats. Can you imagine if she just was like, you don't have to pay me for the acting. You just pay me for the music that I write with Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, and then... McCavity shows up at the end of the number. Yeah, because the whole number, the whole Taylor Swift number is, 
He doesn't even give his own performance no. for the Jellicle Cat choice. No. He just has Taylor Swift do it for him, and then he shows up and goes, make me the Jellicle Cat choice, because I'm now the only option. And it's also the only time he shows up without his clothes. Yeah, which is when I decide his cat makes me feel uncomfortable. It's very not nice to look at. All of the other cats, like, they are also not, like, super comfortable to look at, but for some reason... <laughs> His cat, in particular... It is uncomfy. ...makes me feel really weird things in my brain, and I don't like it. At all. It, it ain't right. It ain't, it ain't right. And then... That cat ain't right. McCavity shows up. He asks... He demands to be the Jellico choice, and... Dame Judy Dench goes, Never. Yeah, old Deuteronomy's like, you can pretty much go fuck yourself. And so he goes, okay, and he kidnaps her. Because yeah. he's made of magic and bullshit. Yeah, he just whooshes her away, and then the Jellicle cats all wake up out of their drug fog as McCavity is trying to kill He's trying to make old her, Deuteronomy. trying to make her make him the choice. Yeah, he's threatening her by making her walk the plank, because suddenly we're in a pirate movie. Yeah, the, the hard left turn into a pirate movie for one scene was really weird. Um, and so... Everyone they, starts to mourn the loss of old Deuteronomy. They're like, we need a magic cat. We need a magic cat, which is apparently a type of brand of cat that was not discussed anywhere through this movie. They didn't get a song. Where do um, you buy these cats? <laughs> I want one. <laughs> And I'm allergic. I want one. And Victoria goes, we do have a magic cat. My friend that's been helping me throughout this whole time. Mr. 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 Mistopheles. Miss the, the, the magical, magical Mr. Mr. Mistopheles. As they will God, say. God, I fucking hate musical theater. 90 times. And over and over song, again. Oh, well, I never. Oh, well, I never. Was there was ever. Was there ever. A, a cat, cat like. So clever. Clever. As, as Mr. Mistopheles. As the magical Mr. Mistopheles. Okay, so... Fuck that song. Oh, I never was there a cat so clever as the magical Mr. Mistopheles gets repeated... About nine times. So many times. For it's the next lot. several minutes of screenplay. As Mr. Mistopheles... Who's just basically like your standard sleight of hand he's magician. Like, he's like an actual magician. He's not like a magic cat. He's just a magician. No. Tries I, to summon old Deuteronomy back from the boat. I have a I have a theory here. Okay, what's your theory about Mr. Mistopheles? Okay, it's a theory about the way magic works in the universe of cats. Oh, we're going to try to break this apart. Also, I did tell James several times throughout watching this movie, because he kept trying to ask these really like... Detailed questions, and I, I was, was like, asking him world building questions. And I was like, James, it's a movie about cats. Stop. <laughs> this is, I there don't is nothing. Like, I don't like that answer. In the world of Warhammer 40k, there is a faction known as orcs, and one of the most important things about orcs in Warhammer 40k is if enough of them believe something is true, it will be true. So like Tinkerbell? Yes. So I wonder 
if it works the same way for the cats because everyone believes McCavity is this super scary, dangerous cat. And so therefore his magic works. But when, at, but the when end, at the end, when they think he's sort of a loser, his magic fails him. And no one really believes that Mistopheles can do real magic. So his sleight kind of, of hand treat is him as a joke, like right. the entire movie. His his magic is sleight of hand, and is kind of piss poor at that. And then one person, Victoria, tips over at the end of the song, and does put enough belief in him that it works, but on a weird delay, to where she appears behind them. Do you think that could be? I also a thing? think. Gus believed in him, and that's why he was able to do the thunder. Right, he was able to do the fucking... For Gus's song. So, I, you might be on to something there, because it's kind of like... I mean, we did watch the Cinema Sins before we recorded for once, just because I think we also needed more things to talk about. <laughs> but he also made the mention, too, of it being like... Tinkerbell, like, I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. Like, you almost have to... You just have to be aggressive about, yes, I do. You have to believe in the magic for them to have the magic. Right. It's like, in in 40k, orcs will believe that a truck will run. And when inevitably they are killed by whatever opposition they're dealing with, the opposition will go to break apart the truck to strip it for parts, and it won't have, like, a motor in it. But it will have been driving in the last hours of battle. Like, it, they, they, orcs are the strongest faction in all of Warhammer because the bullshit is they believe it so it's true. And I think that logic <laughs> straight up applies to the magic cats in cats you know who else follows that logic uh the movie shark boy and lava girl oh yeah that's true because nothing is real in max's dream world until he believes it for himself that it's real and then he has to make everybody else believe that it's real um so then out of nowhere victoria drags grizabella through the ball and old deuteronomy is like sure you can sing and she just does an audition, and it's a Jennifer Hudson rendition of Memory. Memory. Uh, it's quite good. Um, but that's the mysterious third plot line that comes into play. There, It's the only song people know from the musical, really. True. Um, I will say Memory is an absolutely beautiful and powerful song in an absolutely not good musical. He was really on it when he wrote the song, but he was not on it when he wrote the rest of it around and, the song. And Jennifer Hudson gives a great performance of memory. It's it is it's a quite good rendition. Moving. And if you just lifted that out of this fucking musical and put it somewhere else into the memes where it belongs. It'd be a fantastic song. But it's the fact that it's memory and cats that makes me not enjoy it. Yeah. Um. I also think during this scene, like again, I I made the note that kind of everybody is acting their absolute ass off. Um. 
And then... Grizabella is chosen as the Jellicle Cat. She's the Jellicle choice. choice. Jellicle Cat choice. And she gets in a chandelier. That which, is, they light the candles of the chandelier. Which which inflates a previously unseen hot air balloon, which dang. lifts her out of the building and off into the clouds. They do say that they, if you listen to the song, and I only know this now because well, when you go see the Broadway show, you don't get the lyrics the subtitles but they do say in the song um a couple times when they're talking about the jellicle ball they talk about sending the jellicle choice to the jellicle moon and that <laughs> should be a red flag right there to anyone who wants to be the jellicle choice and they're also talk they go to the hailway Something. There's a second word there. It's the heavy... Heavy ward? No. The hailway... No, it's not hailway. God damn it. Fucking cat. Where the fuck do they go? It's like cat heaven. Cat lyrics. I'm gonna have to... Basically, the plot that goes on from here is she flies away, and then the cats all go out to a cat, do a lion statue. And watch her. Sing another song, watch her float away, and then Judy Dench breaks the fourth wall, looks directly into the camera... And monologues for like two minutes. About and you just how wish, you should address a cat. And you just wish she would shut the fuck up forever. It's the only time you can ever wish that about Dame Judy Dench. Because she's incredible. But this time it's okay to wish that she would shut the fuck up forever. Because oh my god. Is it just a misery to sit through. Holy dude. I mean I just. I cannot. I can't. What did you find? I'm looking up the lyrics because I want to know what that fucking place oh, is called. It's Heavy Ward something. Where do the where does the Jellicle Cat choice go? Talk so there's not this empty space. Uh, I was also looking for what the answer was. The heavy the heavy side layer. <laughs> heavy side layer. I don't know what. The purpose of it is, other than, like, a fancy way to say death. Yeah, they they will ascend to the heavy side layer and come back to a new life. It's really inconvenient that they say this song, or they, they sing this song, after the person's already in the basket. It's like, just so you know, you're going away to your death. Bye-bye! Chaos, dude. Fucking chaos. I'm I'm out of shit to talk about about it. Um, I don't have any more. I'm all I'm burnt out. Well, I, I'm reading what is the what is the like what is cats really about? Um and as we said, I don't know if we mentioned this, but the Jellicle Ball only happens once a year. Yep. And the Jellicle Cats um assemble for the most exciting of days. It's a grand contest where one cat is chosen for the Jellicle choice. Um, when they go into the heavy side layer, it's implied that the cat is transformed into everything it ever wanted to be. Um, and so they kind of imply that you'll get to like pick a new life. Uh, 
I'm kind of trying to skim through this. Um, so, yeah, the I I feel frustrated that I had to forgive the movie all of its sins because they straight up did just murder the glamour cat and I I didn't I didn't expect that. I didn't think that they were just going to straight up send her to her death and they did. They just fucking did it. It was wild to see happen and more wild for me to sit there and go, I can't believe I called that plot twist an hour ago. Also, the movie is two hours long. Old Deuteronomy is also normally played by a man. Yes, this is the first time that Old Deuteronomy has been portrayed by a woman. Um, I, I'm, I'm literally toasted. I don't, I don't have any more. I just want to know what it. it says about where they go. I want to know what their explanation. Um... But, oh well. I'll never know. Because I don't have time to read it and talk at the same time. And James is apparently out of words for the first I, time ever in his life. I, well, I, I've said everything. That's why I, I was like, I don't know if we even hit 30 minutes. Like, I, there just isn't... It's such a lackluster movie with nothing in it. Nothing happens the whole time. There's 17 songs and that's it. Nothing happens. No plot occurs. No plot is even resolved except for that they make a choice and they sacrifice a cat. Victoria doesn't learn her other names. She's not fucking Twingle Toes McGillicuddy or something. She's just Victoria. There is a theory that all the kitties, like all the cats and cats, are actually in purgatory. And when you go to become the Jellico Choice, you actually get to leave purgatory onto the great beyond. Huh. I don't know about that. Which would explain why everything is kind of like in this weird state of like existence, but not existence. Like it's, it's like abandoned, but not. Right. But they, like the, there's still humans there who still own cats. And the, I mean, the Gumby cats are all owned and it's implied that there are more of them than just Jenny Any Dots. Jenny Many Dots? Jenny Jenny Any Dots. Jenny Any Dots. Jesus Christ. Alrighty, well, a short and sweet one for you guys. Um, happy April Fool's Day! I hope. Haha, we, we got your ass. I hope we. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our little joke as much as we did not. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't enjoy it for your your viewing pleasure. Um, we will be back next time with Sonic Two. Yeah, give me Robot Nick. Finally catching up with uh, or we watched Sonic like one of the very first movies on this channel. It was our first break in the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Um, Good-ass so movie. We will be watching Sonic 2 next time. Happy April Fool's Day. Happy April Fool's Day. And goodbye. Goodbye.